This year, I am really focused on my health and sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out there right now, and they are one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. No seed oils, no preservatives or toxins. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and honestly, you could taste it. I started taking Symbiotica because I was feeling sluggish and tired, and I just wanted to feel better, but I also wanted a supplement that actually tasted great. Plus, their supplements are super easy to just take on the go. They taste good. Having supplements that don't taste like chalk or artificial ingredients makes me look forward to taking them every day. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine, and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal this winter has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. I take a Symbiotica every morning with my eggs and I'm ready to go. I'm alert. And then I hit the gym. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every single month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use code BACHELOR for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations perfect beach finder quiz. You can find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the perfect beach finder quiz exclusively at beachbound.com. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Welcome back, Happy Hour listeners. I'm one of your hosts, Becky Kufrin. And I'm Michelle Young. And we are back this week to get you into the second episode of The Bachelor. And today we have our guest, Catherine. Yes, we are so excited to be speaking with this lady. We're chatting with Catherine. We're going to hear all about the group date, Rose, all about everything that went on. But first, before we bring her on, Becca, what were your thoughts on this episode? Um... My thoughts on this episode. Oh, okay. Number one, I want to say this. I feel like I really like this group of women. I think we're seeing more of like this camaraderie between them and this support system, which I think is so important. I think for any cast member in this scenario, because you're so removed from like your normal life and your core group of people that they really are leaning on each other and supporting one another, which I personally love to see. I feel like I had a lot of that on my season too. And um, it's kind of good to be able to witness that instead of like all the cattiness and the fighting, which I'm sure that will come eventually. But that was like the standout thing for me in this episode. What about you? 
I, okay, that's so interesting that you bring that up because the cattiness and the fighting, I think it always comes. Mm-hmm. But it it's so interesting to just like watch these episodes because one, I do feel like with this season, we're getting a little bit more of like background information on the contestants, just with even like how the editing is going. But also it's so interesting to see like the whole concept when you're in a position and you're all dating the same person and you're human and you have emotions, but like when they're like, well, are you really happy for them? When someone else gets like the group date rose or they get chosen to go on the one-on-one or they get pulled or they kiss Zach for the first time. It's so interesting because there was a conversation between the women of how can you actually be genuinely that happy? Like they're dating the same person you're dating. What are your mm-hmm. thoughts on that? I I feel like I'm the wrong person to ask because when I was a contestant, I was that girl and I loved so many of the girls. And I feel like we formed really great friendships that I was like, I'm so happy you get to go on this date. You go explore and have fun. And maybe, <laughs> maybe it was a little bit because, and this is a little bit hard to explain, but like when you're constantly filming, like the days are really long, especially like when you get a one-on-one date or a group date, like it's a lot. You're constantly in interviews or having girl chats or talking with the lead and there's like really no downtime. So maybe a part of it was like, oh, I don't have to go on a date. This girl gets to go on the one-on-one and now I can kind of relax. Like maybe there was some of that in the back of my mind. But I really, for the most part, like was happy for some of the girls. Maybe it's a Minnesota thing because I feel I feel very much similar where it's not like this over the top excitement because you're still there to like seek it out. But you also enter the situation knowing the circumstances. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of almost like an open relationship. And so it's like if I just sat there and was pissed off every time somebody was going on a date, like, I know I'm not going to go on every date. You don't get to yeah. go on every it's not single possible. date. It's not possible. Right. So it's like, I can't sit and be just miserable. Otherwise I'll be miserable every second that I'm there. So mm-hmm. yeah, but it's just interesting to hear the girls just kind of chat back and forth about that whole concept. Cause it really is right. a balance. Right. Well, and two, I understand where it would be very off-putting later on in the season. When you actually really establish a connection, you've spent any sort of alone time with the lead. I understand why at that point you'd be like, oh, I don't want to see him kissing anyone else. And I don't Mm want to hear about this magical date you had. But right now it's week one. They like haven't even unpacked their bags in the mansion. And so I'm like, just roll with the punches. Again, you you said it best. Like, you know what you're getting into. It's kind of like this open relationship. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I'm like, give it time. It's only going to get harder. So like, Try not to put so much stress and anxiety on on that situation right now because right. it's like you just just embrace this craziness that it is and you're gonna be happier in the long run, I think. Right. But did you did you peep the comment? Someone said I I don't even know who it was because someone was interviewing. It was like a voiceover, but all the girls were showing like running out of the mansion. They're like, we finally get to get out of the house. I'm like. We're just getting started, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> just you wait till week three. <laughs> okay, can we talk about some of the conversations? There were like little snippets throughout this episode, which I actually loved. Like one, mm-hmm. 
was about the kissing. And actually, I'm excited to have Catherine on today because she made a comment where she's like, I didn't realize that there's not always tongue when you kiss someone. I really want to ask her about that because I'm like, are you constantly shoving your tongue in his mouth or like? How do we feel about a little peck or, you right. know, um, and and so I want to pick her brain about that one. And then we have to talk about this conversation about um, how exposed you are in front of your partner um, in terms of bodily functions. I think it was like the last <laughs> the last little bit of the episode where the girls were talking about, like, going to the bathroom in front of your partner and farting in front of your partner. And I need to know. Where do it you is, stand on this? It is so funny because the show is about, it is about romance and love and drama, but you see these women with just lavish dresses and these beautiful dates and all these things. But I'm also really enjoying like the relatability because we like last episode, it was, um, the Kegels. It was Christina talking about the Kegels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now we're talking about, <laughs> wait, do we use tongue? Do you not use tongue? Do you expel like bodily fluids? How do you do yeah. all these different things? So we're definitely tapping into the relatable side, which I appreciate. I and I love it too because keep in mind, like when you're seeing these women on the big screen, they're all glammed up. They always look good. They're in their heels, their gowns, full makeup, hair. But like, and you probably remember this too when you lived with all the girls. Ever like, there's only a couple bathrooms. People go to the bathroom with the doors open. Like it's like. and I've never been in a sorority so I can't even like compare it I can't Mm -hmm. even like say that I know this but I can imagine it's like kind of like a sorority where it's like you know you just like get used to each other and how bodies operate and like when you live with somebody 24 7 especially with that many people like you're gonna get to know each other pretty quick and so I love that they have this conversation but I need to know how do you feel where do you stand Uh, in terms of like going to the bathroom or farting in front of a partner okay so this is oh my gosh (laughs) see i already get like it's not that i don't get get uncomfortable but it was it's just more of i've lived with a person that i was dating and they spoke about it all the time and i didn't really have i don't have an issue if other people are speaking speaking about it mm-hmm. but like i'm never documenting or announcing when i'm going to the restroom or i don't like leave the door open but i will say like i okay. side with the girls who are like one of the girls was like i just hold it in and i'm like that sounds so painful especially if you're living with somebody day in and day out like that there it, there comes a time and i'm all about like you know Keeping it still sexy and, like, don't giving everything away. But, like, also yeah. if you're living with somebody, we're all human. We all understand. Um, mm. But, just, yeah. It just takes some of us longer than others to open Yeah. Up, you know? Yeah. You just I'm, I'm on the up. longer side. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. What were your thoughts, though, on which, with, with Christina and going to Zach's, like, family, family barbecue and how she handled it and all of that stuff? Um, I mean, I thought she handled it fine. And I think I could see why that date was set up for her in a sense. You know, like there was this whole story about her wanting to open up to him and like having deeper conversations with him in the evening portion about her being a mom and having her beautiful daughter. And so I think the entire date was teed up very nicely for that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think I think Zach. I actually like how he handled it and responded. I I can appreciate him, you know, taking a step back and taking a moment and being like, you know, I 
want kids one day. But right now, I don't know if that's for me. And I appreciate that he didn't just say the perfect thing of like, it's okay. Like, it'll work itself out. I like that he was like, it scares me. And that's terrifying. And I want to know, like, if you're going to be the right one for me, like, I I need to process potentially, like, bringing this child into my life and being, like, this father figure. Um, And that's got to be a lot to take in. I don't know. Did you date anyone on your season that had a child? Um. Yes. Spencer. Spencer had... There were, yes, there were. And unfortunately, well, I don't know, fortunately, unfortunately for him, I didn't find out until later. And that just kind of had more of, it was a, it was a relationship that moved out of a slower, slower point where Christina really brought it up right away. Right. And I do, I do respect that. And I also respect the way that Christina said, I understand, like, this is my world, but I also understand that this is a lot to process. And I understand that, if this is not something that you're ready for right now, mm-hmm. she gave him that space to have those feelings as well. Right. But throwing kids into this mix, it really is difficult for both parties mm-hmm. because you don't, as a parent, I'm sure you you're away from your, you're away from your kid. You mm-hmm. don't want to just bring just anyone into their lives. You want to make sure that they're ready as well. But right. then as a lead, you have to, go through this whole concept of I have to keep them here and what if I keep them away from their kid and I don't select them then I've just wasted not only their time but someone else's time Mm -hmm. it's really tricky did you have anybody on your season no children from what I can remember I don't think any of the men had kids so I never had to encounter that and and like I I don't know how I would have responded you know like I would have needed and I'm somebody who like needs time to process things like something big like that so I don't know like even in one night like I don't know where I would have been in my headspace of like can I give somebody this rose right now it's and I think he you know he obviously saw something there with her I think that and he seemed like he was intrigued with her night one Mm-hmm. You know, the party bus, they had like more alone time than most of the other women did. And so he's definitely seen a connection and a spark there with her. But I think I'm glad that she brought it up early on because I think now they're both going to be like hyper aware moving forward of is this going to be the right fit? And if it's not, I think that they are both from what I've seen mature enough to be able to handle that conversation and part ways amicably I would hope um but yeah it's got to be tough I again I never dealt with it so I don't even know I can't even speak on it but um one more thing before we bring Catherine on because I'm really excited to have her on but I just have to give a shout out to all of the judges on that first group date for the big bitch energy group date um Lotto that was, was incredible bad, bad bitch bad bitch Wait, energy Wait, what did I just say? Big bitch? Big. Big bitch. Okay. For I mean, that works bad. too. <laughs> We're all, all bad. Uh, oh my God. Am bad. I getting big dick energy confused with bad bitch energy? Okay. Um, oh, you dicks combine them. <laughs> for the bad bitch group date, I, you know, it's always fun seeing familiar faces. We've seen Taj recently. We've seen Victoria mm-hmm. recently. But Courtney Robertson, I 
you know, say what you want about her. She rocked the boat on Ben Planick's season, but I personally loved her. She was so entertaining. <laughs> I'm so glad that she was brought back on for the state. It was a perfect fit. It was so good to see her again. Um, so, Courtney, I could have had more of you. Um, and I really wish we saw more of that date because I'm sure that there's so much that took mm-hmm. place that we just couldn't fit into this episode. And I'm sure they had some great feedback, great comments. But it was fun to see all of those judges together. Um, but now, Michelle, we got to bring on Miss Group Date Rose winner herself. So let's just bring Catherine on to happy hour. Welcome, Catherine. We are so excited to have you here today. I know that you typically on the show went as Catherine, but in real life, you go as Kat and you are now the only Catherine left. So we are going to yep. start calling you Kat. So welcome, Yay. Kat. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm so excited to be here. This is like my first podcast that I really wouldn't want it to be with anybody else. So this is Aww. exciting. <laughs> We're so excited to have you. And I have to say, and please correct me if I'm wrong, you are a nurse, right? Mm-hmm. And you just came off of a night shift. Correct. Um, not not currently, but oh, but okay. Yes. <laughs> I was gonna say if you look like this, just coming oh, off of a night shift, give me no. all of your tricks because you look I stunning. Was, <laughs> I was supposed to work tonight, and I, I ended up moving my shifts around. But um, okay. typically, I, I'm back tonight, so I work my night shift now. And no, this is not what I end up looking like after my twelve hours. <laughs> well, you're stunning either way. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I want to know getting into like we're gonna get into this week's episode, the group date, how you got that special rose. But just for our listeners who Mm -hmm. obviously don't know much about you, how did you get cast on this show? Was this something that a friend or family member had you do? Was it just something personal that you wanted to do? Yeah. So um, I was like one of the people that came in really last minute. Um, uh, You know, dating is hard these days, all the things, you know, you don't want to like, I was over it. I was over the dating field in Tampa and I'm like, let's do something different. And my friends have always recommended, like, I go on The Bachelor because they watch the show and they said I would be so and be good. I'm like, you know what? Let's just, like, try it out and I'll apply. Um, I think they had nominated me, like, in previous seasons. I don't know if the combination effect had anything to do with it. But they called me 10 days later and um, they're like, well, we start filming in, like, a month. So we have to start this role ball rolling. I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. And from then on, it was just, like, one thing after the other and honestly, throughout the whole process, I was like, there's no way I can do this. Like give up my life, like stop everything, put everything on hold and go on. But I'm like, let me just keep going, see what goes on with it and how much I might want to do this more. Mm -hmm. And then they end up saying yes, like two weeks before I flew out. So I was pretty much on a plane within six weeks, five to six weeks of the whole process starting, which is pretty crazy because there's a lot that goes Um, into it. Yeah. Um, But yeah. And then and end up being a blessing. So I'm happy I decided to do that. <laughs> Had you watched the show before you were nominated? I watched um, a few seasons. I watched Hannah Brown's and then Peter's. And then I stopped for a while. And I really, I've watched a few episodes mm-hmm. of Paradise. But, um, and then I started watching a few of Gabby and Rachel's. But I just really yeah. didn't have like the time to keep up with everything. Oh, absolutely. Um, but you had like, you had an idea of like kind of what you were about to get into. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And mm-hmm. um, so I binged Clayton's season when I started doing this. I'm like, okay, well, let me watch the most recent season. So I have some type of a close idea of what's going on. And that was the one I like watched start to finish. I just kind mm-hmm. of 
was like, let me see what to wear. <laughs> was there at any point when you're watching like Clayton season or any of the previous seasons where you were like, I'm scared shitless. I don't know if I'm cut out for this. Uh, every first night episode, I'm like, no way. I'm not doing it. I can't. I can't. <laughs> like, it's so crazy to think of how, like, your nerves are and it still never prepares you. Like, you can never right. prepare for that moment. Like, it was every episode I saw of night one. I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't do this. This is mm-hmm. crazy. It's such a different feeling. Okay, so you go through this whole process, like, expedited. Mm-hmm. You decide that, I mean, you're a nurse. You're taking time off to do this. You get there. You're about to show, start, you know, start the show. Your initial connection with Zach, what was like that? What, what was that like for you? Well, um, so I obviously get out the limo and I'm like, okay, this is happening. It wasn't for real until I saw him standing there. And our initial interaction was my little bit with the sunscreen and all that. Mm-hmm. And they didn't show it, but I actually sprayed him in the eyes. Um, so that was oh, good. No. <laughs> I sprayed him directly in the eye because I did it back to him. So that was a great start. Awesome. Um, But then we sat down and had our conversation. It was still really nerve-wracking because you're still getting used to the cameras and everything. And Mm. it was early on in the night. But I just felt this, like, initial comfortability. Like, I I asked him, like, the questions I need to know. Obviously, are you, like, normal, fun, and, like, goofy? (laughs) But, like... Overall, I could tell he was just like, just as nervous as I was. And that almost made me feel comfortable too. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, we're both like figuring this out together. So it'll be like a thing for us. But yeah. Um, yeah. I would say that besides the spraying in the eyes, <laughs> it was pretty good. <laughs> First initial um, connection with him. <laughs> Wait, what level SPF was it? Oh, of course, 50. You can't just do anything <laughs> less than that. Come on. <laughs> She's like, it was 90. <laughs> Uh, no, it's 50 or more. Otherwise, it's a waste. <laughs> um, so there's obviously a lot that happens that night one. And it's just mm-hmm. a lot to process. Not only meeting 30 other women and this man that you could potentially get engaged to at the end of this. Mm-hmm. But like, like you said, the lights, the cameras, there's just so much commotion. What is one thing that really stuck out to you that night like that you were pleasantly surprised about or like any connections with the women right off the bat that you really formed right away? Yeah, I would say that that night I was really pleasantly surprised by how nice everybody was. Honestly, there wasn't really anything that I felt like personally that was making me super uncomfortable or feeling like targeted or like I know that emotions can be high and people can be a little bit out of character. Um, but I was still happy to feel like an initial, like, okay, these are girls, girls too. Mm -hmm. Um, I became friends with Jess right away. We are both from Florida. So she was already sitting down and we immediately clicked and Mm -hmm. pretty much didn't leave each other's side all night. (laughs) Um, her and Bailey and Genevieve as well. So Mm -hmm. us four were just kind of like in our own little corner, but it was nice to feel welcomed and never like uncomfortable about speaking how I was feeling. You know, it's a long night. And yeah. you have, you just pretty much spend the whole time if you're not with Zach, like talking to each other and understanding who each other are too. So mm-hmm. everyone was really nice. I felt like everyone kind of, we were all kind of similar in a way that mm-hmm. made it comfortable. Yeah. Did you keep your heels on the entire evening? I did. I literally did. And I don't know. <laughs> Bow down. I don't know no, how you guys did like, it. <laughs> Actually, no, I kept my heels on the whole rose ceremony. I took them off at one point during the night, which is actually you're not supposed to do because then your feet swell. So when you put it back on, Mm -hmm. you're like struggling 10 times harder. And I learned that that night. So yeah, (laughs) yeah, no, I kept them on the whole rose ceremony somehow, but they did come off at one point. 
Oh, I love it's, that. It truly never. Nope. Once they come off, you can't guarantee yeah. you'll not be able to get them back on. You need but, like Epsom salt. <laughs> okay. We're getting into this week's episode. Um, week two, you made it through your first rose ceremony. Yeah. And you are now about to go on your first group date. What are like, what were the thoughts going through your mind? Um, I was very overwhelmed, but excited at the same time, you know, we got the first group date and that was really fun that I was able to see him right away. Cause I know he was making time for everybody that week. Um, but it felt good that I was going to be on the first one. So we were already excited about moving in and then they're like, all right, and you're leaving. I'm like, perfect. I'm already like, my adrenaline's already high. So I was really excited to see him and just see what we were about to do. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't know until we got there, but the date card seems fun. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. I know that we, like, and I say we, like, I'm still part of the season. I'm obviously not, but like, <laughs> and I'm sure Michelle, you probably did this too, but like everyone gets the group date cards and there's always like, there's always a hint in like the one sentence that they write to you. Did you guys like have any idea or like decide, like come up with fun ideas of what this might be? Or were you guys going in completely blind? Oh my gosh. The things that we came up with on the way were insane. Um, I'm trying to remember what they were because they were outrageous, but I think we were saying it was going to be like sumo wrestling, like big, mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, yeah. like wearing those things <laughs> and like we were going to do something like that or yeah. something to do with also, um, what's the thing where you're like on a bowl? Something, I don't know why that came up. Something in the day yeah. I just think that. But most, I was thinking we were going to be like in those big sumo wrestling people. Like yeah. yeah. Big, oh, that would like that. Okay. <laughs> so, so what were your thoughts then? Like when you walk in, you see the stage and yeah. Lotto comes out. What yeah. was everyone thinking in that moment? Oh, I, gosh, there were so many thoughts going at once that it's hard to put into words what was exactly happening. Um, but I think initially I was just like, holy shit, <laughs> what's about mm-hmm. to happen? I, are we about to walk across the stage? Are you about to walk across the stage? Like, she's beautiful. Zach looks great. It was so much at once, but we had still no idea what we were about to do. Yeah. Um, the venue was really pretty. They had all these different colors and stuff that made it really cool. Um, but there was a lot of emotions at that point. Still very nerve wracking. I assumed mm-hmm. somehow we were going to be up there. I didn't know how, but we were going to make our way. <laughs> Did you feel like there was going to be like, fashion. did you feel like there were pressure? like a lot of pressure on your shoulders from the guests. Um, I know some not, people seem to feel yeah. that way. So initially, like when I, obviously they're icons and they're somewhat, I felt like they were coming almost to like at first give us like advice, like help us kind of mm-hmm. get into our own and like feel comfortable being ourselves. So the pressure was, I didn't really feel it necessarily. I think Mm-hmm. I was feeling more pressure of like, I don't want to make a fool in front of Zach, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, cause I don't know if I'm going to trip on the way on down that runway, but, um, I really felt like a sense of like, they were there to help us kind of. So I wasn't really feeling so much. They were there to like, not be in our corner. Yeah. So just to give a recap to any of our listeners who maybe missed this episode, the guest judges were, we had Taj Wan, Courtney Robertson, who was from Ben Flanick season, and then Victoria Fuller. When those three women walked out, did you recognize all three or did you need like a little recap from anyone? I only recognize uh, Victoria Fuller and she's because I watched Peter's season. So mm-hmm. I was fangirling pretty hard. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I learned who Courtney Robinson and Taj Wan were later on, but I didn't initially know who they were from the get, mm-hmm. but they seemed like just in, their whole aura was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm here and I've 
mate, I've been here. I've been in your shoes. I'm here to help you, but also like, I'm going to bring it too. Yeah. <laughs> like bad bitches, truly. Yes. Bad here bitches. to tell okay. us. Real, real talk though. Real talk though. Before that, mm-hmm. did you consider and do you consider yourself a bad bitch? Oh, of course. Yes. I mean, you, of course. I <laughs> yeah, love like, No hesitation. I love None. That. Yes. I mean, in this day and age, you have to as a woman to always be able to channel that energy. Absolutely. <laughs> what was your favorite part of that day? Because they had they split it up. I mean, you had like the dancing thing at the very mm-hmm. beginning, the runway where you all walked out. And I think you had the cowboy hat, correct? Yeah, I did. <laughs> so you had a good prop. That was yep. that was great. Um, and then you had to do like the stand up thing where you had to go and explain like one moment in your past of like w- what made you a bad bitch. Um, what was your favorite part of like those three moments? And then was there somebody else that like really stuck out to you too that you were like, oh damn, she's a bad bitch. Oh yeah. So my favorite moment actually was in the beginning when we had our dance party. I like love a good dance party. <laughs> then like we were all on the stage and. Zach was like showing his side too. So that was really fun to see. Um, but that okay, well, made me initially. <laughs> I need to ask this. He okay. is not a good dancer, right? It no. wasn't just me. <laughs> you noticed it too, like, right? Oh. I thought it was so precious. I was like, oh my God, like I can help you. Like let's, mm-hmm. I was standing next to him and I'm like, okay, go with me. Like we got this. Like, let me help you. But it was cute. I thought it was endearing. <laughs> Um, I mean, A for effort. Yeah, it was. It, he was trying, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I think we were all like, so it was everyone's first date. Like it was everyone's first moment coming off a of night one. So it was so great to, for us to have that time to like kind of get into our own before we we're about to go do some things that were very vulnerable. Um, mm-hmm. But that was my favorite part personally. And mm-hmm. then I would say that honestly, I was really surprised by Brianna's story. She told a really heartfelt story about. Um, how she came into who she is today and like, you know, making her own company and where she lived in different countries and stuff. And I thought that was Mm -hmm. like the definition of being a bad bitch to be able to do that Mm -hmm. is like alone and to be who you are right now. And for us to really, like, I would have never known that unless she opened up about it. So I thought that was really humbling and awesome. It is such a vulnerable environment where it's, you're being vulnerable with the person that you're seeing if there's going to be a future or you're being vulnerable with like an activity that you typically don't do was it more (laughs) nerve-wracking for you to open up in front of Zach or to open up in front of the girls and the judges and the judges there's a lot of people Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people there and the cameras you know yeah (laughs) you're like uh, just a couple million people no big deal No big deal. <laughs> oh, all in all, I think in that moment, if I can go back, I was feeling the most vulnerable and like worried, obviously, with Zach. Cause like I was really, because I knew there were so many moving parts, so many eyes at once. Like I made it a point to only like focus in on him and like make sure I was talking only to him when I was telling my story and like intentional eye contact. And like that kind of mm-hmm. helped me feel better and like a little bit mm-hmm. more comfortable when I could, it helped me like block everything else out. But yeah. um, in a way it was still like really scary. <laughs> the right. girls, I feel like even then, even though it looks like there's been no time passed, we obviously spent like 18 hours together all night. Like we've already developed friendships. Like mm-hmm. we had a whole bus ride there and everything. There's, we moved in together. So I felt at ease with them too. Yeah. But yeah. Did lot. you <laughs> did you have any strategy going in throughout the day? Because, you know, sometimes like people on group dates will be like, I need to stand out. Like I need to make a name for myself. I have to do something wild or like was that kind of your mindset or were you just like, I'm just going to have fun and see where this goes? Like what was the yeah. strategy there? 
I truly just wanted to have fun with it because I felt like if I was just like being myself and having fun, then the best thing can come out of it. I think if I thought too hard, I'd probably act like a weirdo. So (laughs) I I know that about myself. So I was really just Mm -hmm. like going with the flow, not trying to think too much into it. Like I said, I was making like a point to only focus in on him and help block everything else out and Mm -hmm. help ease my nerves in that way. But yeah, no, there wasn't really any strategy. You can't really make strategy at that point. Yeah. Especially you when you have no idea. Right. Yeah. You have no idea what's going on. You've never been on a group date before. Like you're just like, whatever mm-hmm. happens, whatever. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if anything, I was trying to play it safe because I didn't want it to be like too much. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. Well, you conquered it regardless. You made it through the whole day portion of the group date. And then now you are heading into your first cocktail party. What was going through your head um, when you're going into that night portion? Um, Going into the night portion, I would say I was really still really excited because I did have a lot of fun on that date. And I think the activities that we did kind of helped us all kind of get into our own and feel comfortable with ourselves because there was a lot of parts that came with it mm-hmm. and in turn that like made us be able to have more comfortable conversations with Zach so I was feeling like I was about to just be able to have more serious or deeper moments with him mm-hmm. so I was excited to just keep growing in, in our relationship after having a whole day like that and um we were tired for sure but yeah <laughs> still like your adrenaline is running so like you like yeah. forget how tired you are you're having fun right right So it seemed like everything was going swimmingly between (laughs) Zach and his connections and his conversations with the women. It seemed, and this is something too I called at the beginning. I loved the camaraderie between the women. It seems like you all Mm -hmm. really supported each other. And, you know, you don't always see that on this show. It did. It It seems very genuine, genuine. like real friendships. Um, So it all seemed great until (laughs) Tajwan comes in with the curveball and she ended up crashing the group date to pursue something with Zach. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it was Kat who came back and broke that news to you, correct? So, like, as the group, like, this collective group of women together, you know, you're already all trying to date the same man. What was it like hearing that, that, like, potentially one other bad bitch just came in to maybe steal him? Um, Okay, honestly, my first thought was, like, can you come back tomorrow? Like we're, it's really late in the night. Like we can have a conversation <laughs> about this. Like, yeah. uh, like I was just like, Oh, I can't believe this is happening right now. Also, I didn't know actually in that current moment that she was there to pursue him. Right. Like we just hear Tajwan's here. Um, and I'm like, okay, is this like part of the day portion? Like what's going on? Like, mm-hmm. are we, are she here to pursue him or is she here to just like come give us more pointers? Like I really, we didn't know at that moment until we, you know, went over to her and asked what was up. But when she cat first told us, we were all just like, huh? Like, what's mm-hmm. happening? <laughs> right. But yeah, we could have, we had an idea, but it was still not like not confirmed what the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. whole purpose of her coming was. And then, <laughs> and, and you didn't find that out until you all went to chat with her, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were okay. probably like, okay, so, well, I think we were having some miscommunication. We didn't know if she was talking to him and we didn't want to like interrupt, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so we didn't know like when or how we could walk over there. But finally, we were all just like, okay, let's just go see what's going on. Right. And then that's when we asked her and still didn't really get a direct answer. It was mostly like, 
just being told we didn't bring it. So that's what I got caught. Like that's what I got caught off guard with. And as a viewer, I was still in that moment thinking that she was just coming in to give advice. But even then I'm like, that's not how you relay that. So I'm not sure how, how that point was, but I'm curious of your thoughts of one, when she said, her piece about how you guys performed and then it transitions transitions into all of you, you can almost see you processing wait so you actually are here to talk to him but she yeah. made this comment she said if you feel and I don't, shoot, I don't know if this was an interview or not um or if it was directly to you guys but she said if you feel that you're uncomfortable or if you're uncomfortable by my conversation with Zach then that says a lot about who you are kind of hinting like then you're not a bad bitch then you don't deserve to be here but then she turns around directly says these girls should be feeling nervous that I'm joining the competition so it was very like hypocritical because it's like you she's telling you guys to not be scared and to not be threatened and then goes back and says oh you should be threatened what were your just what was your reaction about how she approached this entire situation of coming in you know that being a bad bitch doesn't mean you have to be mean <laughs> thank you, Michelle. you know I'm really happy that that was shown through because that's I don't know if it um was caught up but I did say something like that I'm like well this isn't bad bitch energy this is like mean girl energy this isn't really like a way in which you approach a situation or at least I wouldn't um actually in those moments too it was really chaotic um you know there was a lot going on and also she wasn't really giving us straightforward answers similar to like her almost contradicting herself Mm -hmm. but I was trying to think like okay maybe she's a little insecure or maybe she doesn't want to talk about how she's here maybe she doesn't want to hurt our feelings like maybe that's why it was hard for her to I'm trying to give her the benefit of the doubt um all in all like maybe she didn't want to like say that directly for multiple reasons but definitely something I did when it started to process of how she was approaching it I was like this is just not a very good display of like Mm -hmm. bad energy this is like kind of mean like you're not really being Mm -hmm. very nice to us um you're like doing it in a way by like kind of insulting us through trying to build your relationship with him um so that was but at the end of the day I mean I wasn't here to like express myself or explain myself like she basically was trying to tell us to I think like if you have a problem with it like tell me but we were all just like it's not really worth the energy because I'm not really sure how much of what I'm going to say is going to be processed the way we're trying to say it. Because she was misinterpreting what we were saying. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's just not worth it. Yeah. You know? Well, at the end of the day, too, like she can have her opinions as a judge of like how you all handled the group date and like right. what the goal was. But like ultimately, this is Zach's. God, I hate saying journey. Like, I need a new word for journey. But, like, he's there to find his... Relation- yeah. And so he's there to find somebody at the end of this. And, like, if he liked the date and what you women were bringing to the table, like, truly that's all that matters. And it's kind of, right. like, his final mm-hmm. say. Um, I do want to know, though, so obviously we see Zach let Tajwan know that, like, it just wouldn't be fair to you women. He sends her home. How would you have felt, though, on the flip side, if he had asked her to stay? Do you think that would have switched, like, your view of him and, like, what he wanted out of this? I don't think it would, like, it wouldn't adjust my view of who he is as a partner. I think that point in the process, it's still early. So if you do feel something with him or with her and she feels it vice versa, like, go for it. It's not my place to tell you who to not pursue at that point, too. I mean, yeah, it's not really unfair. We gave up our lives a lot right now 
and she hasn't maybe a little bit less sleep, but at the end of the day, this is a show about finding our husband, our wife. And if you feel like you could have something with that, then I would say, go for it. Also, mm-hmm. I want my partner to choose me over everything. So if he was feeling mm-hmm. like he, she was a temptation, I, and I still want him to choose me over that temptation too. So I would mm-hmm. want her to be there if he was feeling it in that moment. Yeah. Um, but it was like still early enough where I don't know if it was like going to necessarily like sting so much, mm-hmm. you know, of him bringing yeah. out another girl. Well, beautifully that's, said. That's what I was thinking too. Like, thank goodness it was the very first group day right. and week one. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know if if either of you watched Caitlin Bristow's season a couple years ago, but like I. Nick Fiel came in, I think it was like week four. Like they had art, like the team, not the team, but like girl, the cast week and four. Lead had already been traveling. Like they were already <laughs> like, in our, they were girl, already in a different in city. <laughs> yeah. Before I came in, I came in on week three and then Heather came in oh, yeah. on like week six yeah. or something but, like but that. But here's the thing with Michelle, like it was the group of you, like a group of you where obviously it was like, no, from, but I'm from, saying, like, saying I, Right, but Heather, Heather came in. Remember how Heather came in on yeah, that season? That. Yep. That Remember how true. she came in like week six or seven? I can't it even It doesn't remember. make sense at that point to do it. That that yeah. To come yeah. in that late. But but what, she kept him. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, Matt sent true, Heather home. Um, mm-hmm. Zach sent Taj home. But like, Caitlin kept Nick till the end. He was final too. Like, true. he... Start, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so... What's well, so I'm, difficult in those situations too, though, is because... When you're only in front of the lead's face for five, ten minutes, sometimes they can't see or pick out different, like, um, alarming things. <laughs> Try not to use flags. What's another word for that, Becca? Um, just, oh, you know funny. what I mean? You can, it's, it's yeah. a red flag or like the, the caution sign. But then, right. So, like, him keeping her even if he saw a brief connection it would also really i think like made it a lot more difficult for some of the women there to work through it because the way that she approached you guys and so then a lot of the you guys would have been like oh so he goes for people who handle or treat other people in this manner or just communicate in this manner but that would all the the bad feelings but he also didn't see that part so he kind of did himself a favor for not the way that he did I think it would have definitely been a reflection of who he wants in a person um at the end of the day you know I'm not sure what side he he saw of her but just yeah the way she communicated wasn't really the most like the very pleasant so it would have reflected on him on what he wants too definitely yeah okay we were all good (laughs) well you were all good because you ended up getting (laughs) that group date rose that night did you expect it did you think you he would hand you that rose that evening um no I really had no idea honestly when he first said my name like I didn't even hear it like like, (laughs) um but no I I definitely did not think that I was gonna get that rose that night just because I mean I've grown to learn and love everyone already so and I know that everyone had some substance behind their conversation. So I think everybody was on the same playing field and it was like fair game for everyone to have gotten that rose that night. Mm-hmm. Um, it was awesome. And I was very grateful and so happy and felt very validating to receive, mm-hmm. but I definitely was thinking like it could have been anybody, you know? Yeah. And it was at the way end of the you- night. Everyone, I was like, Oh, me? <laughs> <laughs> you deserve it. You earn it. And coming from somebody who never once got a group date rose, I need to know what it feels like. Michelle, did you ever get one? I'm sure you did. A group you date had rose, to yeah. Have. 
Yeah. Okay. Can you guys tell me what that feels like? <laughs> I'm happy to share. Um, I think especially in the beginning and when you're on a group with, you know, nine or eight other girls, you do feel really heard and seen. Um, your emotion, your feelings for him and or for each other get validated and it makes you feel really like, okay, I can continue to be myself. Like this is working. Mm-hmm. Like he's mm-hmm. feeling what I'm feeling right now, especially like he has to compare it to the other moments that he's had with the other girls, but I'm someone that's standing out to him. And that makes me feel like more ready to keep progressing and seeing where this goes. Mm-hmm. I would say if I could put one word, it's definitely validating Yeah. Um, to just make you feel comfortable about your relationship and keep wanting to pursue it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of comfort in your relationship. <laughs> I know there's exactly been, what you're going to ask. <laughs> Speaking of comfort yes. in your relationship. No. Um, there's been a lot of, not even a lot, just moments. The moments in this season already that I think our fan favorites is just. The real raw conversation. continues to roll after the credits. Mm-hmm. The thing talking about Kegels, now to really talking about people's comfort in their relationships <sighs> with bodily fluids. And um, functions. Functions. Fluids. <laughs> um, ew. Bodily functions. I think yeah, I said yeah, fluids ew, either exactly. earlier today. Ew. <laughs> Where do you stand on this? Um, okay. Well, I think we saw a little bit of where I stand on it currently. Okay. <laughs> this is my thought. Like, okay, I'm a nurse, right? I can see every single thing come out of you at once and like, be fine. But you will just never know that that's like even happening inside of me. So I don't know what it is or why, but for some reason, I like just the, like of him thinking that that happens, like makes me constipated. <laughs> it's like, I will literally... <laughs> Wait, okay, so I need to know, and this is what I talked to Michelle about. I mean, it might have been before we started recording, but, like, have you ever lived with a man before? I have, and... Okay, um, so, I'm like, how, how, how long did you live with, for... How long did you live with it? All right, I've lived, I lived with him, I think... We were together for, like, two and a half years. We lived not... We didn't live together very long. Um, like, maybe, like, six months or so. Okay. But, I'll, okay, so, Okay, he doesn't know this. I'm, Story you know, time. <laughs> 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 I'm adding myself, but you know what? Whatever. It's 2023. Let's do it. Um, there are ways around it. Okay, so we lived on the first floor apartment. <laughs> oh my God, please tell me you did not leave every time you had to go to the bathroom. If he was home and I had to go to the bathroom, usually I'm telling you I get constipated around the men. So it doesn't typically have to be a thing, but sometimes whatever. Um we lived on the first floor. It was a luxury apartment. And if I really had to go, I would go to the lobby restroom and <laughs> go to the bathroom there. And I would be like, yeah, he would text me and be like, where are you? Like, what happened? And I'm like, oh, the package thing is like just taking I'm a long time. Or my mom called me. I'm like, I'm on a long conversation, but really I was just going to the bathroom. Oh my God. This sounds so <laughs> oh, exhausting. It was, it, oh my God, it was easy it was when you're on the first floor and it was a nice place. So I kind of like had my own moment, you know, it was great. Like I can be oh in my God. own space, but he still doesn't know said that. So <laughs> whatever, but there are ways for all the girls out there that are still uncomfortable. I mean, you I'm can like, definitely just do give it. it time. Give it time. Here's we, we, you want to, okay. Cause I'm not going to, I'm going to, I like, I feel you. I get that. Like I can <laughs> relate you. to that. You want to be comfortable. You're just not. Exactly. Oh my oh god, my I feel like I'm on a whole different page than you, but I'm like so open, even with my <laughs> girlfriends. Like I was just on a weekend vacation with four of us in the same hotel room and we were so open. Mm-hmm. 
we'd like pee with the door open. We'd be like, okay, somebody play music. We're going to the bathroom. Like it's just, also I oh, will say this. The, the separate like, girls, I'll do it all day. We can be in the same room doing all the things at once, especially on the show. You actually have to at some parts. But yeah. If the girls are fine, I don't care about the girls. It's just something I just can't acknowledge that in front of men. And it's funny. Yeah. There's always two perspectives that are always to the most extreme, but mm-hmm. it's just something I think I'm going to like die on that hill with. I, I can't. I think I related most. Was it um, Genevieve who was like, I'll do it. And I was like, yes. that's my girl. I was oh, like, yeah. I, I see you. But I will say like for like, and I've talked actually to Caitlin Bristow about this is like having a code word or phrase just so you know where it's like, I have to go walk the dog right now. And the other person gets it. They're yeah. like, okay, go do your thing. See you later. And like that kind of helps alleviate the weirdness. It will. But, uh, it will. But it does the take men a can little. handle it. <laughs> yeah. It takes a while to ease in. I will say that. Um, <clears throat> okay. Oh gosh, Catherine, we, <laughs> I love, see, I love these real conversations, like real <laughs> life too. stuff that like other people listening are like, I've had this conversation with my friends or, you know, it's, I yeah, think this is, is the real true. shit. So, um, we loved having you. I want to ask before we get into like our fun game and everything else. Mm-hmm. The last question Without giving too much away, can you tease anything fun that's about to come up on this season? Um, well, I do rebrand and I do become Cat <laughs> next week um, because I look Cat with a C as my girl, but she did go home and I typically go by the name Cat, so I was Catherine to kind of help with the confusion. But so from now on, that'll be me. Um, also, there's going to be some competition that resulted in a few injuries next week oh, too. Okay. Oh. Wait, physical or, physical or emotional injuries? I, I guess it depends on how you look at it, you know? Oh, wow. Probably a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah, let's be real. Let's be free. There's both. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, there's a lot of, I think next week is going to be really exciting. It was okay. really fun. Well, we're, we're really excited to stay tuned and figure out what those things are. Well, Catherine, we have enjoyed chatting with you so much today. We're going to play a quick round of rapid fire questions to kind of finish everything off and to let our listeners learn a little bit more about you. So how this is going to work is I'm going to shoot you a question and you Mm -hmm. are going to answer as quick as possible. It can be short and sweet. You don't have to give any explanation. Um, And then Beck and I will just go back and forth and then we'll we'll, we'll go from there. Are you ready? First question. Are you an early riser or a night owl? Definitely a night owl. Okay. I'm working nights now. Best dating advice you've ever received? Um, I think to love yourself first. Definitely. You can't really like be able to be fully present in a relationship unless you love yourself first and understand that self-love. And that's something I've used for sure. Preach. What <laughs> is your go-to pizza order? Okay, don't judge me, but it really is just like a good old classic cheese. But everybody yells at me for that. <laughs> but cheese I mean, is great. Don't let anyone shame you. Never mm-hmm. go wrong. Like you can never go wrong. And sometimes you're at random pizza places. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, don't let anyone shame you for your pizza order. Yeah. <laughs> what is one word that your best friends would use to describe you? Um, probably resilient. That's just something I've they've, the verbiage they've used to describe me. Just. Um, in all different friendships I've made, that's something they've said. I think that's I a have a lot one. of layers that come with it. So mm-hmm. that's, yeah, I like that's that. incredibly deep. And then yeah. there's this next question of what is your favorite curse word? <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
I don't really want to curse right now because I'm trying to be better at it, but I do love the F word, you know, fudge, fudge. It helps. <laughs> and I actually like to put tit twists on it too. Like I always like to say what the frick or like, um, what the frack I say that a lot, but it's always just somehow like goes well mm-hmm. <laughs> with your sentences. <laughs> okay. Do you have any hidden talents? Um, other than like being able to stay up all night. Um, I think I, something I said in my thing when I was casting was I can truly, uh, bring in all of the groceries on one trip. <laughs> like, and I think that's a talent <laughs> because you can't really just, I mean, I don't know why, but I will never go back. I will never be a second trip girl. We are the Whether same it's grocery person. shopping, it is, whatever. It is no easy feat. <laughs> It's Mm-mm. not like my my arms somehow extend like beyond belief, but that's a talent, <laughs> honestly. You get <laughs> cut from the work. grocery bags. You get yep. like, cut for because they're so heavy. Love it. Circulations <laughs> off. <laughs> what is the most mm-hmm. played song or artist in your library? Oh, Beyonce, always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I can't. Okay. She is. That bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I every single actually her tour dates I think come out next week, so I'm so excited. Ooh, yeah, well, that'll be that would be good. Um, I've been okay. waiting. What is your favorite cocktail? Um, actually, my newest one is a tequila with soda and a lime and an orange. But the orange is a mu- is a must. You have to have an orange, and it's Ooh. really good. Yeah, taking a shot of tequila, too. shots of tequila with an orange is so much better than with a lime. Game changer. It is, yeah. and even I, with vodka too. Pickle juice is set with tequila or with whiskey. I've heard it with. I'll do. Yeah, that's with yeah. whiskey. No, you can do it with tequila too. Oh, I'm going to try that. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna it cuts try it. it real nice. If you nice. could be any animal, what would you be? Um, I'd be, okay, I love cats. So I know. <laughs> fitting. <laughs> Controversial Very topic. fitting. <laughs> it is. The cat with the K. But I do, I love cats. I have one of my own. So that's my, definitely yeah. any animal I'd be. They just like, they get to sleep and just like get loved on all the time. And they're smart. <laughs> and they can be assholes for no reason. We just exactly. like are okay with it. So And get away with it, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What is the current screensaver on your phone? Uh, it's actually my cat, Sammy. <laughs> oh. Do you want to see it? She's so yes. cute. She has her little toy. Hold it up. Look at her. Oh, hi, Sammy. Oh, oh she's Isn't cute. she pretty? She's, <laughs> she's, she's a beautiful cat. She's she a looks beautiful so little regal. angel. I know. She's like just always walking on her like tiptoes, her high heels, I call them. She's like a queen. (laughs) She's precious. What is, um, actually, no, if you could visit one place in the world, where would it be? Um, I really want to see Mount Fuji in Japan. Mm -hmm. I just did one. That is, I think it's one of the most beautiful, from what I've seen, can be one of the most beautiful things to view. And I've always wanted to go to Asia too. So Mm -hmm. that's something that's on my bucket list for sure. (laughs) <laughs> I love that. Okay, last one for the game. If you had to, oh my God, I cannot talk. If you had to describe this season of The Bachelor in one word or one phrase, what would that be? Um, I would say unique. <laughs> There's a lot of, I know everyone says like different, whatever. Um, I would say it's unique. I mean, for what I've heard on previous seasons, there are a lot of things here that... <clears throat> are different than others even in just the relationships amongst the women like we're we're all very like nice to each other there's no real like mean girl or cattiness that I can say and then Mm -hmm. there's some things that truly truly have happened that have really never happened so it's gonna be really fun to watch that play out Um, all right yeah well we're excited as Michelle said earlier to tune in and just see how everything unfolds see where you had um you know if it's any indication of 
getting that first group date rose, I have high hopes for you. I feel like you're going to make it pretty far, oh, hopefully. Thanks, so um, one, you. a couple last things before we let you go. Every week mm-hmm. we share a resource and then a rose and thorn. So basically the resource is just... We think it's so important to keep our listeners informed and share important um, topics and resources that we love. And yeah. uh, we always share these on our Instagram so people can go back and easily find it. But um, I'll just kick it off. I'll have Michelle go and then we will let you wrap that part up if that's cool with you. Of course. Um, but the one I'm going to share this week, I actually, somebody had DM'd me this <laughs> podcast recommendation and I gave the one that they, they gave a specific episode, but I think mm-hmm. every, um, it, it's geared towards parents, I would say. Um, but honestly, like the one that I listened to is geared towards anyone, especially people like me who are white. Um, it's called three and 30. And this episode, um, is called how to talk to kids about skin tone and race. And this episode, the host brings on a doctor. Her name is Dr. Lucretia Berry, and it focuses on giving children, um, like words and tools that they can actually use to have conversations and feel confident oh. about skin tone and race. So I it's not like out of the norm for them. Um, and even for people who are a little bit older, you know, like I'm in my early 30s who mm-hmm. haven't always had these conversations to just have you feel more comfortable and give you a starting point of like where you can start these conversations with people yeah. in your lives. It gives three takeaways in 30 minutes. Um, I really urge anyone to listen to it. It's a quick listen. And it's only 30 minutes, but truly so beneficial to anyone at any age. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first uh, takeaway is to reject the colorblind approach, which is basically like, oh, I don't see color. Um, mm-hmm. The doctor here basically said, like, that's not a solution. It's it's basically like, you know, don't cut out like what you want to talk about. Um, yeah. The second takeaway is to normalize having these conversations and make them more consistent so they can feel more natural. Um, and a lot of times, you know, like children, they're so curious. And at such a young age, like they ask a lot of questions and they just like notice things and say things differently than how adults would. Mm-hmm. Um, so to not shame them if they want to have conversations or like say something and just to be able to like construct those conversations to make them feel like they're learning something and can take that in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the third tool is to actually invest in racism education in order to gain a better understanding. So it can't just be like a one and done thing of like, oh, I just listened to this one podcast or like I read this one book and that's it. Like to continue to educate yourselves and like really dive deep into the history of racism and why it's so still so prevalent in like today's society um, Mm -hmm. and how education can be a tool to de-weaponize the topic of race and skin tone. It's, it's so great. Um, I will definitely. Two or three, like I think core issues amongst everything that's been going on, especially when it comes to having, trying to navigate raising children, you Mm -hmm. know, in this era. And those are a lot of points that I think do need to be addressed and talked about. And, um, I love that. Mm -hmm. That's a great tool for everybody too. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed this episode. So again, I will link that on, on happy hours, Instagram, on my Instagram, um, such a good listen to anyone at any age. So that is my resource. Um, Michelle, I love it. 
I love it so like much. It's such a great resource that I actually have the exact same one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this really? person, that's so this funny. Person, yeah, this person messaged me as well. And mm-hmm. I was able to actually DM back and forth with her <laughs> a little mm-hmm. bit and told her I'd give, give it a listen and be talking about it on the podcast. And they and have so many good episodes. They really do wow, have so okay. many good episodes. But, um, you know, I'm not going to go and share the story of kind of what I talked about with or her personal personal story that she was kind of talking to me about but it really really reminded and pointed to the fact that there are people out here who are willing and wanting to break the cycle um um, and acknowledging that they may have grown up in um in an environment that isn't as progressive and that it's a lot of work but making sure that they're passing on um, tools to have these conversations. The biggest thing, similar to Becca, what you spoke about is that we all, not we all, but a lot of us grew up with this whole concept of to not see color. And Mm -hmm. in that message, it was to really speak on everyone treating everybody regardless. And that was the Mm -hmm. message. But as we kind of move forward, it is actually really important to see color and to see the privilege that comes or does not come with those things. And um, I loved how it was able to touch on that mm-hmm. yeah. because it seems like such an abrasive thing. Like, no, you should see color like you, but, but when you're seeing color, it's because you're truly taking a step back to put yourself and learn about that person's life um, or different communities of people and what pressures or difficulties that they may have. So I hundred percent yeah. agree to check that one out. Um, I believe, I don't know if you mentioned this, Becca, but um, Apple Podcasts is where you can find that one. That's where I listen to that. I think that's great too, because you touched on the point of like, once you acknowledge, if once you start acknowledging mm-hmm. things is when you can start having some understanding. And yeah. I think a lot of people, I, I, some people I've seen, they don't even want to acknowledge it. Like we did grow up in a different era. We did have different mm-hmm. views and it does take time and energy. They just rather ignore it and not want to understand or put in the work to make sense of everything that, yeah. you know, people are trying to express to them, but by acknowledging color, you're acknowledging yeah. the issues. And then you can start having some understanding behind that to be able to break the norms that we've already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. In order not, to acknowledge know. a difference, you yeah. have to acknowledge that there is yeah. a difference. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's a real <laughs> kind of thing. So, um, Kat, with that, if you have a resource you would like to share with our listeners, we would love that as well. So I do. Um, mine is also a podcast. Um, it is called We Can Do Hard Things. And the host is uh, Glennon Doyle. She made this podcast coming off of like the COVID era. And she wrote a book and everything. And basically, it's centered around anybody who's really struggling with any kind of complex emotions or situations. Um, it touches on body image, you know, identity, LGBTQ community, you know, all the intersections amongst people of color, everything. And they, she brings on a lot of really amazing individuals like authors. And that's also something that I've used to continue to understand myself and my situations and make sense of it. And it's just a really good resource to be able to, I don't know, like make sense of things that are hard that we don't really want to make sense of and like use that. It's a tool so that we can be able to better ourselves. And it really hones on, I think, pretty much all of the hard things that we don't really necessarily want to acknowledge. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it, for me personally, it was 
developing like self-love for like the parts of me that I don't really like. And most recent one I listened to um, was talking about like radical self-love and how to get that. Cause a lot of people now are struggling with like body dysmorphia and identity and stuff like that. Um, but it's overall, overall a great podcast and it really can be something to use to make, to make yourself feel better um, and have that like self-love again and, you know, all the positive things that come with it. Mm-hmm. But it's a tool that I use that I would love for everyone else to be more um, aware of. And they're also on Apple and Spotify, I'm pretty sure. But and it's called yeah. We Can Do Hard Things? Yeah, it really okay. is like talking about hard things that like no one mm-hmm. wants to talk about. And mm-hmm. I think not only is the conversation being had, but being able to be to learn about the people that they bring on, they also can teach you things too, mm-hmm. just from their own work. A lot of them are like good authors and I've read a lot of books through it um, to kind of just like, do that work because you have to do work for yourself and there's no one else that's going to hold your hand. You have to put in a lot of energy towards it because it is hard to make that conscious effort. Um, but normalizing things that we don't really want to acknowledge, I think is great. And mm-hmm. that's something I think is a cool tool to have. Well, thank you. I appreciate that cat. Um, and then before we have you go, we would love if you could share your rose and your thorn. So basically the rose oh, yeah. is like a <laughs> highlight so far on your time on the bachelor, whether that was back during filming or now these first couple of weeks watching it back. Um, and then vice versa, the thorn, which is like a messy moment, something awkward, <laughs> something that you're like, Oh, I wish that maybe didn't happen. Um, so basically highlight and low light so far. Okay. Um, so up until this point, I would say a rose would be us moving into the mansion, like when we first run in. And it really is as exciting as it seems. I'm from Florida. So seeing the mountains, like be the horizon felt like outer space. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It was crazy. Um, but you just like feel this feeling of excitement and enlightenment that you really can't express or like, it, it's just an overall overwhelming just gratitude too to be in the mm-hmm. bachelor mansion. And I would say that was like one of my most exciting things thus far. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a thorn, probably my like toes going numb during the first rose ceremony. Like they fully <laughs> went numb. I mean, I mm-hmm. was just not expecting that. I obviously put them back on, but you're on that mm-hmm. pedestal and mm-hmm. my toes lost full feeling, full mm-hmm. feeling. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh God, like, why did I not think this through better? I should have worn better shoes. Yeah. And it's cold at night. It gets very cold there. So Oh, my, I couldn't even feel anything besides. I mean, I was my toes were falling off their hinges. Like, <laughs> <was> so <laughs> well, if that's your thorn, I feel like that's like a pretty good one to have. Like yeah. hopefully hopefully you get gained feeling back real quick, but There's some more yeah, there's some more things that happen later on that might be We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Catherine, it has been so much fun having you here and getting to know oh, you a you bit more. We can, we can't wait to see where your story goes on this season. So thank oh, you. Thanks. No, thank you guys. It was so great talking to you. I hope we can still continue to have girl time after this because mm-hmm. you guys are great. And I respect everything that you guys have brought into my life through this too. So thanks so much. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And we're nice. always here if you need advice or Absolutely. to vent, oh, ask you. questions, whatever. We're always here so please please reach out amazing okay well that was a good one i liked cat i really do like getting to know these girls so much more uh, just on a deeper level it's it's so much fun um yeah i think she'll go far i have a feeling 100 (laughs) (laughs) um so thank cat for joining us and thank you to all of our listeners out there we couldn't be doing 
each and every episode of Happy Hour without you. And don't forget that new episodes of The Bachelor air every Monday at 8, 7 Central on ABC. And you can also stream next day on Hulu. And don't forget that casting is now open for men to date the next Bachelorette. So if you are single or know someone who is single, please go to our website to nominate them or apply for yourself at bachelornation.com slash apply. Make sure to hit us up on social. You can follow us at Bachelor Happy Hour on Instagram. And from there, you'll find everything you need to know to follow us on Twitter and TikTok. And Prime members, you can always listen to Bachelor Happy Hour ad-free on Amazon Music. Just download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. But before you go, please tell us about yourself by completing a very short survey at Wondery.com slash survey. Thank you, everyone, and see you next week. Cheers. Cheers. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.